Welcome to the Success Starts Within podcast, a podcast dedicated to teaching you all the tools and techniques you need to master the mental game and take your performances to the next level. Here's your host, Eli Straw. I'm going to go over the six confidence killers that are holding you back as an athlete. Then I'm going to talk about how you can start managing each one of these confidence killers. Hey there, I'm Eli Straw, mental performance coach and the founder of SuccessStartedIn.com. The first confidence killer is going to be self-doubt. If you're doubting yourself continuously, you aren't going to have a whole lot of confidence when it comes to games and even when it comes to practices. Now, what exactly is this self-doubt? Well, this self-doubt is going to be questioning yourself, right? It's going to take the form of second-guessing during your games and during your performances. An example of this self-doubt is going to be a golfer who you know, second-guesses his swing and second-guesses his technique in terms of his swing and, and always is trying to figure out what's an adjustment that I need to make today for my, for my game. How can I fix my swing? All of that is coming from this, this initial feeling of, I don't believe in my swing. For yourself, if you've been experiencing any self-doubt, it's typically going to take that form of questioning. I'm, I'm doubting my skills. I'm, I'm doubting my training. I'm doubting my, my preparation. When you doubt yourself, you're giving yourself no room to trust in yourself, which is a cornerstone of having confidence as an athlete. Now, another confidence killer is going to be fear. The fear that I'm talking about is going to be the fear of making mistakes. Now, when you're going into a game, I'm going to imagine that your goal is to play well and your goal is to not make any mistakes. So on the surface, it might seem okay for you to have a fear of making mistakes because that fear is going to drive you to play well. But one of the things that we can see happen is that your attention becomes completely consumed by this idea of not wanting to make mistakes. So now all of a sudden, you're playing to not make mistakes instead of playing to be successful. When you play to not make mistakes, your attention and your energy is given to this idea of not making mistakes. And what happens the more you think about not wanting to make mistakes is in your mind, you're picturing yourself, you know, making mistakes, making mistakes. And, and mistakes are kind of this, this idea that is very much at the front of your mind. Now, if all you can think about is, I don't want to make mistakes. I'm afraid of making mistakes. I hope I don't make mistakes today. I'm afraid of, I'm, I'm afraid of getting benched. I'm afraid of losing minutes. Now, how much confidence do you feel like you're going to have if that's the way that you're thinking, right? Whenever you are fearing mistakes, this is coming from a place of self-doubt, like I was just saying, and it's also leaving no room for confidence. And in fact, the more you fear mistakes, the more you are killing the confidence that you have as an athlete. And then the third confidence killer is going to be unrealistic expectations. Now, I think this is a pretty tricky one, to be honest with you, because it's never fair to say that uh, an expectation is realistic or unrealistic in terms of, you know, in terms of more of a long-term goal. But when we're talking about a short-term goal, so going into this next game, of course, you could have an absolutely perfect game. But we don't necessarily want to set that as the expectation going into the game because this starts to take the form of perfectionism where you say, I expect myself to perform perfectly. I expect myself to perform this way. And now the reason that these unrealistic expectations can be a killer of confidence is that at the first sign of a mistake or the first sign during the game that you're not going to reach these expectations, what can typically happen is you react in a way that is very negative and you react in a way that it drops your confidence. So instead of feeling like you can still play well, you can still pull it out for the remainder of the game, it's very easy to feel like, okay, today's game is a bad game. I've not reached my targets today. And so then your confidence is going to drop during that game. 
What we can also see happen is after games, if you have these unrealistic expectations and you don't meet these expectations, after games, you may feel like you are a failure. And if game after game after game, you feel like you're not reaching your goals, you're not reaching your expectations, what do you think is going to happen to your confidence moving forward? Well, it's probably going to go down because one of the things we know is that confidence requires the experience of success, right? You need to have that experience of succeeding in order for you to increase your confidence moving forward, which isn't going to happen if you always feel like you're not meeting your expectations. Now, the fourth confidence killer is going to be negative self-talk. Negative self-talk really ties into self-doubt because at the core of self-doubt, we're going to have this negative self-talk. But negative self-talk also can take the form of you know, having negative self-talk in relation to the other team that you're playing, thinking that team, that team looks really, really talented. I don't know if we can play against them. Negative self-talk might also be you beating yourself up after a mistake, right? You might think, I suck. I can't believe I did that. That was terrible. Coach is going to bench me. If we look at confidence, we see that confidence requires belief. And belief is just the culmination of thoughts that you've had, right? It's just thoughts that have stuck around until they have formed a belief. So if over and over again during games, during practices, and then just kind of on an everyday basis, you have negative self-talk filling your mind, that is only feeding this doubt that's inside of you, and that's only going to be lowering your confidence. Now, the fifth confidence killer is going to be anxiety. Anxiety is where you are worried about what's going to happen. This one really ties very closely to fear. When you are afraid of making a mistake, there's that fear there of, okay, I don't want to make a mistake. When you're anxious about a mistake, this is where you say, I'm worried about making a mistake. What's going to happen at the end of this game? What's going to happen if I make a mistake? What's going to happen if I, if I strike out or miss this shot? This anxiety, it's going to be mental where you're having these worrisome thoughts but the anxiety is also going to manifest physically where you have the physical symptoms of extreme nervousness and anxiety. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I was playing baseball and I felt extremely anxious, my confidence just plummeted. I doubted myself. I questioned whether or not it was going to be a good game because I thought, you know, when I'm really feeling this anxious, I don't normally play well. So not only does the anxiety itself, which is the worries, lead to questioning yourself and lead to a lack of lack of confidence. The physical symptoms of the anxiety can tell your mind that I'm not going to play well today, which equally can be lowering your confidence. And then the sixth confidence killer is going to be social approval. Social approval is very common within sports because sports are an environment where you are judged by other people, right? You're judged by your coaches for playing time. You're judged by the fans in terms of who's a good player. You're judged even by your parents and thinking, were, were, you, were you having a good game today or not? Now, what can happen is this social approval, which means you need the approval of other people, it can quickly turn into you being afraid of losing the approval of other people. And when you are afraid of losing the approval of other people, all of a sudden your attention has now drifted from being on yourself and focused on your strengths, focused on what you need to be doing, to other people and thinking, what do they think of me? I hope I don't lose their approval. Are they going to be mad at me? Is coach mad at me for that mistake that I made? When your attention is on everybody else, that's going to lower your confidence because you're not giving your attention to the things that you need to be giving your attention to to build your confidence. But it's also going to increase your fear and it's also going to increase your anxiety. So now let's talk about how you can manage these confidence killers. right? So what I want you to do first is I want you to identify what is the main confidence killer you're experiencing right now. All of these confidence killers, they do feed into one another. If you are experiencing fear, you're probably going to be feeling anxiety, vice versa. If you're doubting yourself, you're probably going to be experiencing negative self-talk. 
But what I want you to do for the sake of planning is I want you to identify the number one confidence killer that you feel is really holding you back right now during games. The second step is gonna be to put a plan in place for overcoming that confidence killer. So what I've done in the description below is I've put links to different videos that I've made that go into detail on how you can manage each one of these confidence killers. Now, each one of these videos is going to include steps that you can take to overcome that confidence killer. And specifically, what you're probably gonna see is that there are steps you can take to build an alternative positive mental skill. For example, if you're experiencing a lot of negative self-talk right now, if you and I were going to work together in one-on-one -on -one coaching, which by the way, I've put a link to that in the description below if you're interested in learning more, you know, if we were going to work together, we wouldn't focus so much on your negative self-talk. We would focus on how can we build positive self-talk because that's what we're really after. So what I want you to do is choose the video that relates to the confidence killer that you identified for yourself put the steps into practice, and really get to work on building these positive mental skills that are gonna help you overcome these confidence killers and allow you to play your best moving forward. If you want to hear more mental game tips, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the Success Starts Within YouTube channel, follow Eli on Instagram, the handle is at Eli Straw, and subscribe to our weekly newsletter at successstartswithin.com.